Hello everybody, this is Don Jessup with Mastery Horsemanship. I have a simple mission today and that's to deliver a message about how to stay positive no matter what. Any Google search will give you the answers how to stay positive. You'll get examples of meditation techniques, positive affirmations, but you don't need just that. You need something more. I know that's rather bold of me to assume you need more, but trust me enough to get past the first paragraph and you'll learn why I believe that. I'm a horse clinician, I'm an author, I'm a coach. Without any doubt, horses are a real passion for me, but the psychology part of horse training is what truly drew me to the game. I love figuring out how to help people be better leaders for their animals, and at the same time making sure the animal is in love with following a noble leader. In the midst of all that horse and people training, I've noticed something I'm not sure many people in the world have noticed, and I'm going to try to deliver this observation in the simplest form possible. First, by defining what a leader is. So what is a leader? Without getting bogged down into the qualities a leader has, we can simply define a leader as someone who has a following. In other words, you aren't a leader if you don't have anyone following you and responding to you. In that light, if you're a horse owner and your horse doesn't follow and respond to you, you're not a leader at all. In fact, you've got some learning to do. In that same light, if your own brain and body don't respond to you, you're not a leader then either. Therein lies the distinction I was talking about when I said I'm not sure many people have noticed. The human body and emotional brain are the natural followers of the cognitive conscious self. Just like a horse follows a good human leader, the emotional mind should follow the conscious mind. Can you follow me here? I'm saying that the emotional mind and body are just like a horse and you are the trainer, the leader. My question is, are you a good leader or do you let the emotional mind run the show? When you ask your body to respond, does it? When you ask your emotional mind to calm down and be positive instead, does it? Or does it buck and rear against your own will? Using this analogy of training a horse, we can also train our own mind and body. And if you're not a horse owner, I'm going to fill in some gaps to make sense of everything. Here are five principles all good trainers and leaders have in common. Number one, when confusion sets in, the human stops and creates a plan. When the animal resists, number two, the human persists. Always end on a good note. Number three, when the animal yields, the human rewards heavily. Number four, when the animal is scared, the human demands their full attention and focus because safety and progress is important and you got to get past that scary thing and not run away from it. Number five, when the animal is disconnected, the human finds ways to make learning fun again. And I'm going to go over those same five things again, only in relation to what we're talking about staying positive. There is, of course, more to horse training, but these five principles outline exactly what we need to be for our own emotional minds and bodies. If you want to stay positive, which is a very noble goal, you must follow these same five principles to rein in your emotional mind and demand positive responses from your body. So let's walk through those together. First, observe your goal and create a plan. That was the first principle. So here's the goal. I want to stay positive no matter what. And to do that, I must dot, 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 fill in the blank. There's about four things here. Rehearse positive affirmations. Speak positivity into other people's lives as well. Avoid negative media and friends. And exercise, stretch, smile, breathe as a new habit. So there's variations of all those things, but that's the basic plan that I'm going to create and follow. Second, when the body resists, this is where we get into the nuts and bolts of actually training the mind. When the body resists, I must persist. I'm not going to give up on a no. I'm going to persist to a yes. Sure, I don't feel like it, but I'm going to do it anyway and reward it. I must at least get one aspect of the plan done right now. I must remember that I'm the leader and not the follower. 
I'm not always going to react to circumstances. I'm going to lead myself through circumstances. Here's the third principle. When my body and mind yield to my leadership, I'm going to reward the heck out of it. I'm going to make a big deal out of really small positive things. Here's an example. I brushed my teeth today. Oh yeah, baby! I remembered to brush my teeth today. I took a shower today. I said something positive today. Tiny little things get huge rewards. By the way, this is exactly what negative people do. They make a big deal out of small things. They say, I can't find my keys and the world's ending because of it. So look, just do that only with small positive things instead of small negative things. Last bit to that third one is I want to allow time for myself to relax and take in nature and some good friends. That's an important part of rewarding yourself. Number four, the fourth principle, when fear takes over, I'm going to control it. I will talk myself off any ledge. I will make abrupt pattern interrupts to redirect my attention and hold my focus. I will make sure that fear is not my leader. I won't go blindly into what I'm afraid of, but calmly learn how to navigate each situation. I will practice doing what I'm afraid of daily in small doses so I can build an immunity to it and handle more over time. And here's the fifth principle. When I feel disconnected or bored, I'm going to find ways to make learning and growing fun again. I will connect with others on the same journey to make sure I get some camaraderie. I will set a focus timer to redirect my attention and hold that focus on one task without any distraction. And I will reward small efforts and build on them. So we just walked through a big process together. And like any good leader I've learned from, I hope to bring it home with even more simplicity. If you want to stay positive, you've got to engage in positive things and avoid negative things. It's really that simple, right? And to do that without the normal resistance that accompanies change, because you're going to get some resistance, you have to become a leader in your own mind and body. And I'm going to ask you, are you willing to do that? Are you willing to take a challenge with me today? Here's the challenge. It's a 24-hour challenge. Decide as a leader what emotion you will express for the next 24 hours. Think about that. You want to choose positive emotion, a certain emotion, feeling confident. You want to feel happy. You want to feel joy. You want to feel gratitude. You want to feel generous. Pick an emotion and choose to express that emotion for the next 24 hours. Notice I didn't say feel. I said express. You can't help but feel emotion based on circumstances. That's a natural reaction to life circumstances. But all good leaders take a step past that experience of life into the next, which is a conscious experience instead of an unconscious experience. Are you willing to take the challenge to express a certain positive feeling in spite of your circumstances for 24 hours? If you're willing to do that, comment below and tell me that you're willing to take the challenge. It's simple. Decide what to feel for the next day. And when you don't feel that way, which is going to happen, obviously, change it back and regain leadership over your emotional mind and body. If you get stuck, come back and reread how a good horse trainer deals with an unruly horse. That's how you're going to deal with your unruly mind and body. And then comment below if you're willing to take this challenge. I want to know what you're going to do. I want to know what you're going to choose. I want to know what emotion you're going to work with in the next 24 hours. And I'll do it. I'll start the first comment so you see what I'm talking about. Also... If this article has touched you in a positive way, please share it. Pass this link on to your friends as well and make this world that we live in a better place for yourself and for the people you love. God bless and I'll see you again soon. P.S. If you want to learn more about leadership and horses, go to my website donjessup.com or masteryhorsemanship.com and 
buy my book, Leadership and Horses. There's a lot in there about boundaries and bonding and bravery and then basic skills that you need to know if you want to learn about how to lead and guide a horse. If you want the camaraderie we're talking about, check out the Horse Mastery Group. There's an incredible opportunity for you there. I want you in that group. I want to get to know you. I want to help you. I want to be part of your experience, part of your life journey. Join me on the path to mastery.